right, well, here I am at the beginning of this episode again, just to let you all know that my audio in this episode is really, really bad, and if you do happen to have the ability to understand anything that I'm saying, um, please give yourself a pat on the back. I am committed to buying a mic because I am committed to this cause, and I love doing this, and I love doing it with Jenna, and her audio sounds great, so um, I'm just jealous, and I'm trying to be a part of this duo so please stay and listen but if you don't that's fine um totally get it although this is a good episode so well I hope you um have a great time listening to this get this thing started hi everybody <laughs> um you are listening to we had a great time uh with jenna and pavitra at the time of recording this we are officially through two-thirds of january which is i don't know what's that whole thing about like the older you get the faster time flies like i don't like to subscribe to that but sometimes i feel it because like in, in a good way almost though because sometimes i'm like oh this moment is going to be so hard but also it's going to go by so fast that's going to be insignificant uh thoughts i guess that's more of a theory of relativity <laughs> question than like a yeah. podcast intro but uh, <laughs> you're like come on <laughs> you, you're getting right into it well to answer your question I've never agreed that the older you get does it faster time goes but I feel like sometimes like like I keep saying last year and thinking it's 2019 and so mm. oh yeah in like a few conversations that I've had in the past couple of weeks I've been like yeah, I remember when we did that last year, and it was, like, literally two years ago. And so, oh, God. Um, time is a social construct. And, <laughs> and, Period. Um, well, that's fun. Glad we got well, that settled. Pavitra and I just had, like, a lengthy 30-minute chat about our lives, so we're kind of already caught up on how we're doing. Um, but, Pavitra, what's one thing you are looking forward to this weekend Ooh, this weekend i am going bowling on saturday <gasps> night which will be fun my fraternity oh my god and then they're all coming over to, well they're supposed to come over to my place after but we'll see what happens yeah that's um, so fun to the bowling. oh my gosh yeah. you're having uh, a little host moment i am um <laughs> and i'm excited and then other than that i just have a ton and ton of homework to do but I feel that I feel like when you were talking about how your week was going I felt like we were in the same boat of like being moderately stressed but also just like somehow yeah yeah (laughs) exactly Hmm. well bowling sounds fun I I know, I haven't gone bowling in a really long time, and so I'm a little nervous. (laughs) It's okay. You have to, you just have to, like, lean into it, both physically (laughs) and metaphorically. Thank Um, you. (laughs) You're welcome. Let me know how it goes and what your score is. (laughs) What are you looking forward to this weekend? Something that I am looking forward to this weekend is, um, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to a lot. I'll pick... Um, a hike that I'm going on on Sunday. Um, I'm meeting up with a friend like halfway between me and her school and we're going to go on a hike together. And I am very excited about that. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. I've been trying to get outside or like spend more time outside um, because it's good for my mental health. And so far, like I've been able to do that throughout the month. Um, so really excited that I'm continuing 
that progress. I think I should um, make it public information that the last time we talked on the phone for like an hour and a half, <laughs> you like started going on a walk and it was like, it was like definitely like below 30 degrees. <laughs> and the whole time you were walking and talking and like at the end of like an hour, I was like, are you still like, what's the deal here? Like, are you still outside? And you're like, yep. Like, I, I'm walking. I was I'm walking. Absolutely insane. Like, I, I think that's like, insane i i could honestly like especially if i'm on the phone i could walk for hours and like no like no difference like i was out there for a good hour and a half and it was snowing and it but it was so nice sunset and i was like this is amazing i'm just gonna keep going and then you were like dude like get in your car and go home no because i was like it's late i'm like worried about you like I can't come help you. I know. Oh my gosh, you driving hours and hours just to come look for me. I feel like I would call back up. (laughs) Probably. I think that would definitely be the time when you would call back up and not necessarily put in the work to drive all the way. Yeah, let's think I was smarter than Yes. (laughs) The hike that I'm going on this weekend is during the morning time so it will be plenty light out and whatever the temperature is and I'm going with someone and whatever the temperature is it's going to be the perfect temperature for hiking so I'm excited about it and it will be safe (laughs) to transition into our podcast episode for the day Pavitra do you want to give a little a little preview of what we're going to be chatting about yeah I feel like okay John and I are busy gals we are student workers (laughs) We hear living our best lives, but also I feel like you have had a consistent job like since the beginning of high school. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, obviously, we've talked about it, Mm -hmm. but I don't think like we've like talked about it. Yeah, so I think, um, I thought it would be exciting, but who knows, (laughs) to talk about maybe like the jobs we've had and like funny experiences see what comes up. And yeah, I feel like you've really seen me like get all my jobs. I have. I um, I have. And you constantly amaze me because it's like... You I never get rid of the other you, Yeah, you never... You just keep collecting them. Like, it is insane. <laughs> They're infinity stones. They're, <laughs> They're truly... Um, I know. It, it baffles me. So, yeah. I think that sounds like a beautiful plan. I'm excited to hear about your journey to where you're at now with the job. Thank you. Um, So I guess I'll ask you first, like, what was your first job? So, well, I should say that when I was younger, before I was 15, (laughs) I did have a little stint with babysitting. Um, a little, little side hustle. I, so I used to do that, um, but that was pretty, pretty low key as you can imagine. But I do want to tell this story that one time I was babysitting this kid and I don't even know the context of what we were doing, but somehow we ended up outside. It was a sunny day, so it was fine temperature. We ended up outside. He brought out hairspray and he brought out a lighter and he made oh a blowtorch with the hairspray and the lighter. Thank God. And <laughs> let me just tell you, I personally had never made a blowtorch up to that point, and I still haven't. And I was just baffled that like this was like this wasn't completely frightening to him. I was genuinely fearful, um, but we made it out alive. So there was that. Yeah, my first little stint. But honestly, I wouldn't say that was like an official job. My actual first job, I was a busser at this restaurant. So 
I cleaned tables, I set tables, and I was basically a slave to the servers and did whatever they asked me to do. And when I first got there, the first six months were rough in a way. Like the people that were there, half of them were just kind of mean and cold hearted. Um, And then the other half was good, but I was also just like a very vulnerable, like I was a child, I was 15. And like, I really cared about what people thought because I was in high school and like I hadn't developed any sense of self or like self-esteem at that point. And so like the first six months was just me trying to like do my best to please every single person who I worked with, but also do my job, but also like, I don't know, just have myself presented in a certain way. Um, And that was really difficult. But after a while, like when I had been there for over six months and I had seen a bunch of people come in and out and they kind of got the vibe that I was going to be sticking around is when I kind of felt like I was starting to become the alpha, which I'm sure I wasn't. But in my little brain, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I know what I'm doing. I think you worked there forever. I, I did. I really I worked there all throughout high school, I guess, because I started the spring semester of my freshman year. And I my last day there was in the summer after my like our high school graduation. Yeah. So that's a solid like three almost three and a half years. Yeah, three and a half years. Um yeah and so and especially I mean like by the end I was just doing whatever the hell I wanted and like nobody gave a shit because they knew me and I was cool with them. But at the beginning it was really tiring too. Like I, I think like everybody's first job is to an extent just tiring because it's just out of our comfort zone. Like we're little babies. We don't know how to work. And I was a lot more anxious and I was an introvert back then. Um and so talking to people and trying to please them, especially in like a food service setting. Um, It was just really, really tiring. But it was also just exciting to have my own source of income and be like financially independent kind of made me like, like feel older, I guess, or just feel at least capable of supporting myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was a busser there for a little bit. And then eventually I was also a like a hostess. So I would seat people and I was like a food expediter. So I would like take the food from the kitchen to tables and things like that. And that was my favorite position. It was like high intensity, like fast paced kind of vibe where all these food tickets would come up and you would just be like, your hands would be flying all over the place, like matching different tickets to the food. Like it felt like I was in a little video game and you would just be matching the tickets to the food. You and then like, like Papa's Pizzeria. Oh, literally Papa's Pizzeria, like Diner Dash. That was me. That was me matching the like food to the tickets and then giving them to the servers and then like also handling takeout orders which was like a whole other but that I mean I'm so grateful that I did work in the restaurant industry because I think it's one of those things where like you can't understand it until you live through it because sometimes like people will genuinely do things to make your life difficult and I don't mean like my coworkers, I mean like people who actually come to the restaurant and it's interesting from a psychological perspective of just like how unaware people can be sometimes um I don't know if I will ever be strong enough to work in a restaurant again though it takes a lot and yeah. as we kind of saw That's during very, very stressful Oh yeah, it's it's so stressful and it's also like unpredictable in terms of business. Um, so yeah. it's always a bit risky in that aspect. But usually your coworkers are pretty solid and you kind of have people who are suffering alongside you and going with it. Um, so that was my very first job. I mm. smelled like Italian food at least three of the seven days of the week. I worked a whole lot of holidays. Like I think I worked every New Year's Eve 
or yeah, every New Year's Eve. And I worked on and I worked on Mother's Day and all those fun holidays. And yeah, that was that was my time there. Um, do you get dropped off? This is just a personal oh yeah oh yeah like, which is so, like that's so interesting to me yeah isn't that, it's kind of funny to think about honestly um and I didn't get my license until I was 17 so like I was also getting dropped off while I was 16 like I yeah. it was uh yeah it was it, I I definitely felt awkward about it like it, it was like I I perceived it to be like embarrassing in a way of like oh my god like my mom is dropping me off to work right now and then like or she's like picking you up or she's picking me up which would be, which would be even worse because oftentimes how I would get dismissed from work is like it would just be like a random time like it was never consistent they'd be like oh there's like three tables left like you could just go home so I'd be like mm-hmm. okay well I'm getting out of here <laughs> I would text my mom I'd be like come pick me up and then for the next like 15 minutes while I waited for her to pick me up I would go to like the CVS that was a couple stores down and just like peruse the aisles and like everybody probably thought I was trying to like steal shit or something but I was like no just waiting for my mom to pick me up like I yeah. remember like literally waiting at our middle school for my mom to pick me up and being embarrassed and I was like this is literally my yeah there's no one like, else I would rather like and, and, it's, to here now. and it's like why like why is that so embarrassing for us when we're at that age, like to be associated with our parents? Oh no. Like in middle school, like when I didn't have a phone too, I was like, I'd literally be like making songs out of like dialing <laughs> numbers. Like, Oh my gosh. I mean, I was like so bored. Like I should have just read a book or yeah. like, um, then when I got an iPhone, like the, like the tables turned because then I started tracking my mom. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> for like when she was going to be there. Yeah. And I'd wow, like plan accordingly. That is interesting. I've I've never practiced that before of like, I shouldn't say practice. That's like my yoga speak coming out. I have never done that before. Um, Dragged to my mom, like in correspondence to where she's picking me up. But that is definitely a clutch thing. You use your like ability to track people to you, like, like as a like tool, a powerful tool, which is like really fun. It's like, it's become very convenient. Yeah. No, I love it. I feel like it it helps you probably just like have smoothness in your life of when you're transitioning from so many things. Yeah, I also think like it's helpful when I know like if I can talk to someone because if uh-huh. I like this is so off topic, but if I like want to call my sister but I can see that she's at the capital, like I'm mm-hmm. likely not gonna have caller yeah like wait for her to get home mm-hmm. but i didn't realize that she does the same thing to me so <laughs> that's <laughs> like, funny um but i think like it does help ease some sort of anxiety because a lot of the people that i do track are people that i would be like text me when you get home oh, okay yeah yeah so that now makes it's, sense like, one of those things where i'm just like okay i'll just look and make sure <laughs> that, that you know where they are yeah yeah then, i mean i'll still tell you to text me but mm-hmm. yeah the people doing that so i'm like like i don't text people oh yeah really um yeah that's a good point I do that with a lot of my pals uh just making sure they get home safely because I know we're we're all forgetting (laughs) to text like so much happens between departing the party and arriving home like you can't expect (laughs) you can't expect to text no you really cannot yeah so yeah in conclusion that was my first job um what was your first job so I was trying to think of this when I thought of this idea and I was like I technically like didn't have a job in high school which is really interesting to think about because like look at me now um I think that was something like I'd always kind of thought about applying for things and whatever but it was hard because I did have a license and I was like Mm -hmm. my mom worked far away and like, it was just, like, a lot to, mm-hmm. like, it just didn't work out with my schedule. I almost worked at Kumon. Yeah, I was going to um, bring that up. Which was, like, 
a really funny situation because <laughs> I literally went there and I was like, hi, I want to work for you. And the guy already knew me because I did Pumon. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, I'm like ready to hire you when like, let's talk about like availability or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he literally was like listing off weeks. And I was like, yeah, like I can't like, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, like too much going on. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. School and with like other like family things going on and stuff. I like literally couldn't work there. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was insane. Um, That is crazy. But I would say, I guess like my first like real job would have to be photography. One hundred percent. Yeah. Kind of interesting because it's very much like a self, and like I was not trying to make it my job. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it was something that I like was willing to do for free. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like the senior pictures thing like really came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and like really became like a personality trait um, mm. and like a core part of like I don't know, like my high school career slash like who I am now. Mm. Um, I would definitely say like I think people may have perceived you in that way of like, oh, that's Pavitra, like she takes pictures, like she does senior pictures and things like that but I don't think you made it your own personality trait and maybe that's just my perception I really really enjoyed and I started like it started becoming like a thing I would like crack jokes about and like Mm -hmm. like I always had a camera that was like a really fun I would say job simply Mm -hmm. because I got to hang out like one-on-one with people and yeah it is kind of crazy to think like how much I used to not I mean and this is something that will make you Jenna's like my basically pseudo manager (laughs) 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 I feel like I don't know that was like helpful getting paid I think that was something that I never really thought mm-hmm. I could do and I'm like kind of I'm just surprised that for like almost two years of graduating classes I like did that yeah and um, it's a beautiful thing too it like makes you it reminds people of how legendary you are um <laughs> and you know that the second like you are committing more time to photography I will be like on top of making sure that you're getting what you're worth. And I, I feel like any job you do that's more entrepreneurial, I don't, I don't know if I said that right, but whatever, entrepreneurial <laughs> in nature is, um, thank you. Anything like that is also going to be a lesson in self-worth. And so I feel like witnessing that transformation in you from an outsider's perspective was really neat. Um, Cause like you said, like you just started off doing it for free and like, doing it because you did enjoy it and you just wanted to practice and generally get better. And then I feel like at some point you notice that like the things that you're producing have value and so do you and so does your time. And like you give so much of yourself to everybody um, in general, but especially like people that you're working with when you're taking pictures that like, I'm glad you were finally able to find a balance of like, okay, I do need to get paid and I deserve to get paid. And then like, but it's also something that you did enjoy and like you had control over. Yeah. I think it was like when people started offering more than what I thought, I'm always like, uh, like what? I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. And so that's like when, when I was like, Oh, maybe I do like maybe a hundred bucks. Isn't like, a bad mm-hmm. like ask for mm-hmm. the amount of work that I'm putting in and I'm also like giving them like an unlimited amount of pictures mm-hmm. and honestly what really blew my mind was working at that studio senior year mm-hmm. she was charging like that was insane to me she was charging like 900 bucks and you mm-hmm. get like maybe like 15 pictures like mm-hmm. I mean she was like 
really 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 good photographer and like Mm -hmm. she's also really developed herself from the ground up like it wasn't like a huge studio it was just like a boutique but it was Mm -hmm. like also I mean like her demographic is so different than mine but Mm -hmm. um it's just really interesting to watch her like have these insane prices and for people to Mm -hmm. pay for that and I was like I mean like I don't like taking pictures of myself nor would I like really ever pay for Mm-hmm. something like this like mm-hmm. I think right now but I think like that was something that really opened my eyes that people really want that oh yeah of. yeah photos are I mean uh, aside from being an art form they're just everything for like capturing memories and holding the things we love close to us um and you always inspire me like whenever you pull out your camera and I feel like an old person who's just like oh let me let me pull out my old camera and see what I can do and like I revisit kind of my time when I did photography but I'm always learning from you and like being inspired by you which is really really fun Um, we go on like the little photography dates that we do oh my gosh Um, I love our photography dates Pavitra and I Sometimes we will get together, get our cameras and go to certain spots, either around the city that we're in, whatever at that point in time, um, or we'll like travel out to a park or something like that. And we will go take pictures together. And that's just like really fun for both of us, I think, because it's like a low pressure way for us both to kind of like just improve our skill, but also spend time together and also just like enjoy photography together. Um, And our, our second time when we went to New York, it was heavily photography oriented too, I would say. Like we brought our cameras everywhere and took so many pictures. And like, mm-hmm. I love the pictures that we have of each other in front of the Met. Like that makes my heart so mm-hmm. happy. I wish that I like used my camera more than I do, but I just feel like I am most inspired when I'm with you. Um, oh my gosh, that rhymed. That rhymed. That was oh very cute. God. So while we were talking about high school jobs, something that I thought of that made me giggle um, do you remember senior year when I almost became the owner of a juice enterprise? <laughs> you literally do. I was just laughing about this because can't imagine you doing this. It was so, it was crazy. Like, so what had happened was it was the beginning of senior year and I'm so done with the restaurant industry. I need to get a new job. I start looking around to all these places. And at the time my brother was working at a gym and he was like, Oh, like the juice place is hiring. You should apply. And I was like, Oh, so I apply and I talk to the lady who owns the juice place inside the gym and they decide to hire me. And so they call me and they are talking to me about the position and they're like, so you're going to develop this from the ground. Like they were basically just saying that you know, they were going off to like Pennsylvania to start the juice business elsewhere and that I was going to be in charge of managing this juice place and hiring all of this stuff. And I was 17 and I was like, I cannot manage a juicery. Like I can barely manage my feelings let alone make schedules of people and figure this out and I was like I am going to college like I cannot manage a juice place when I'm like knee deep in homework and how how can I manage a juice place if I'm far away from it I don't know and so I <laughs> this was actually insane because I remember you texted me about this and I was like oh my god you should do it and you were like Demetra no <laughs> it's like what you are you like, talking about <laughs> it I was so like, oh my god that would be so fun you get like a free gym membership and like <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, we draw. I would have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go open the juice shop. And then I would have to drive to school. And then I would have to go back. Oh, my God. Like, it would it would have become my life at that point. It would have become 
like a personality trait. Um, so I decided not to take it. But this, I don't know if I really? told you this. I yeah. So I'm not a juicer per se. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but I decided not to take the job. And but to like, I was too afraid to confront her and be like, listen, like I don't want your juice enterprise. And so what I did was I called her using this funky little app that lets you go straight to voicemail because she always picked up her phone and I knew she would have picked up if I called. So the app takes you straight to voicemail um, and you like leave a little message and I think it also has like an ad for the app and it's like, thanks for using like straight to voicemail app or something like that. So there was that in my memo too, but I called her and I like told her over voicemail that I was not going to be taking the position. Um, and then she called me, but I did, I could not bear to answer and like have that confrontation and we never spoke again. That's actually insane. <laughs> Downloading a sketchy app. <laughs> That's was, actually so funny. It was so sketchy. Yeah, that would have been like absolutely unbelievable. It's like juice owner. <laughs> John, juice owner. <laughs> youth, youth entrepreneur. Um, yeah, so, so glad that that was not in the cards for me. Um, that would have been nuts. Seriously. Um, and then I, after that whole ordeal, I was like, you know what? I'll just stay in the restaurant industry and tough it out. Like, oh my God. So, like, now you have a job in college, but, like, how did that work? When did you... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I transitioned out of that job, like I said, midsummer after we graduated. And my last day was, like, a couple days before my college orientation, which was, like, a day or two before I left to go to Costa Rica um, with my family friends. So, there was just a lot changing within that span of a week. Um of quitting my job and then going and traveling and experiencing new things all over the place. Um, yeah. And then I was in Costa Rica for a couple of weeks. Um, and by the time I came back, I had about, oh God, maybe one or I, I think it was like one week before I moved into college, um, which is crazy to reflect on now. But yeah, so then I moved into college um, and semester one, I didn't challenge myself to get a job because I kind of just like wanted to make sure that I was going to adjust okay if there was any adjustment to be had and like I was really ambitious at the time so I was like I'm going to join 60 different clubs and be really committed to all of them which spoiler alert that did not happen um and it is not happening I'm committed to like two clubs and that's it but um spring semester was when I was like okay I could use some spend money starting to spend a whole lot of money um and I need more. I need to make more. So I applied for a job at our campus gym and I nailed my interview. Like I was, I was really good. I gotta say, like, I was just like, Oh, I'm so approachable. Like I love working out. It's so nice to have female energy at the gym. Like loved it, loved it. Um, and so they hired me and they were like, we will start your onboarding process as soon as we get back from spring break. But then we never returned from spring break. And that was the end of that. I remember you being really excited for that. I, I felt like it was a good fit for me in terms of like campus jobs. Um, there's a benefit to a campus job that they tend to work around your schedule really well. So I was excited about that. And I spent a lot of time at the gym freshman year, um, which I still do, but like a lot of time at the gym freshman year and so I was like I'll get to be at the gym all the time and I just felt like it was a really good fit for where I was at 
in my life. So I was kind of disappointed, obviously, when it didn't work out because of mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Um, and it's weird because I, I I associate that brief like period of time where I theoretically had a job with them with the pandemic. And like I can remember it's springtime and I'm sitting in my childhood bedroom because I moved out of my dorm because we got kicked yeah. out and like in the, the it's I don't know like the spring air is floating through my windows and I'm sitting on zoom for one of the first times ever in a orientation for new employees for a job that I would never have essentially because yeah. once we returned to campus the following academic year I was like I don't want to do this like I didn't want to be around people in that high density um validly so um, so yeah, I ended up quitting and I, I never worked a day. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, that's like, honestly nuts that you like did the orientation because mm-hmm. everyone thought we were going to come back and like you did the whole onboarding. Yeah. Yeah. It, process it, and like just nothing ever happened. I'm guessing if you ever wanted to get a job or like if they were ever hiring again and you applied, you'd probably get it again. Oh, I think so. I mean, I like interviews first of all, but I also think like if I brought that up, like, hey, remember me from three years ago? Like, I think it would totally fly. But now I feel like my tastes and jobs are so elevated. Yeah, 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 yeah. My focus is different. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. So what was your first job, I guess, in college, aside from your photography business, which you did continue into college? Yeah, there were a couple of people that I um, took pictures for. But um, it was just like, as you were talking about the gym, I was kind of thinking, I remember... I came to college and my friend and I were like, oh my God, we need a job. Like we are spending so much money because the city is so like expensive and like whatever. And I was doing all kinds of random, I had almost finished the application process to like dog walk or like dog sit. <laughs> I didn't want to pay to like get a background check, even though like in the long run, that probably would have been, like, I probably would have made that in one day. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I remember applying for that. I started babysitting for family friends um, and that was pretty consistent for the most part and they mm-hmm. were like the perfect I would say like freshman year like that was exactly what I needed in terms mm-hmm. of like amount of time outside the house and like mm-hmm. commitment and also like they were family friends so I like had some sort of like familiarity and it was nice to be with them away mm-hmm. from home um and so that was like I would say my first like college job but I'd also like I remember interviewing for a daycare oh I remember that <laughs> so I remember interviewing for a daycare and then COVID hit and it went like out of business so that um and I never really I did not from them. I did not know that I didn't know that they went out of business so then the pandemic hit and I was basically like oh I had also so the weekend that you came to visit me um so around this time last year I was applying for this like mentorship program at my school which I think I've talked about a lot because mm-hmm. like those were my by last that year, I was referring to like by last yeah, year do you mean two year, years ago two years ago yeah <laughs> remember my about time yep being a weird <laughs> yeah um but anyway I remember I was applying for that and that was like the first like big group interview and like on-campus job mm, that I oh my gosh for. that's right um but that was like a really odd process and I think that's also like one of a kind because um it is like a stipend so it's not like really it's kind of like you do it for three months and then you're kind of like out of the picture for the other nine mm-hmm. um but I started doing those trainings so COVID hit in March and I started doing those trainings in April mm-hmm and May and then June and then while that happened in July I ended up being on the campus job board for some reason or maybe in August I ended up being on the campus job board 
um, kind of waiting for this class to start mm-hmm. and also trying to like kind of figure out what was going on and what I was doing for the school year. Mm-hmm. If I was moving back to Chicago. There's a lot of like uncertainties. Mm-hmm. I remember applying for this like position that like didn't really require much work, or at least I thought I shouldn't say that, <laughs> now, but it didn't really require much. Like it was like a beginner level on mm-hmm. this job and it was just like helping assist for Zoom meetings. And mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I know like kind of what I'm doing. And so mm-hmm. I remember I wrote a cover letter for that. And I remember being really nervous and not thinking I would like anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then got an interview and then did a group interview, um, which was really funny because I ended up getting that job. And that's like basically been the most consistent thing in my life for the past like ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's also really funny because I got to sit in on and like help interview candidates when we rehired mm-hmm. um, last year. And so um, it was very full circle. Um, and so I would say like the mentorship and this are probably my two um, jobs that you have you forgot about um your stint at the tennis club oh my god I did forget about that I guess that was yeah that was a fever dream (laughs) yeah I feel like I'm (laughs) I'm running through all my jobs um COVID summer um so oh yeah this was before I got my whoa that's really weird this was before I got my um online learning Mm -hmm. zoom job um I one of our close friends that we've both known mm-hmm. since, like elementary school um, works at a country club and teaches tennis. And I've played tennis since I was a little kid. And um, she basically asked if I kind of wanted to work at the country club. And I was like, oh my God, that'd be so fun. It'll be like high school musical. And I was really <laughs> excited. But then I was also really nervous because like COVID existed and mm-hmm. don't really know what the vibe at a country club is like. And so mm-hmm. I was like a little bit nervous about that. But um it ended up being like a really fun like really fun summer job Mm -hmm. I played a lot more tennis than I probably ever have that Mm -hmm. summer um and I feel like I like really developed my relationship with the sport a lot more yeah that was like a really fun summer job um and I like really liked my co-workers for the most part it was like a different experience um I also got a lot of tennis gear and so that was fun um I can't complain about that but yeah and I always forget about it because it literally was like three months of my life that and like even applying for that was like crazy because I told my friend I told our friend like oh yeah I'm interested like send her with things and then like two weeks like didn't hear anything back so I was like oh I don't know if I have this job like I don't know what's going Mm -hmm. on so like let me apply for like other things and then like two weeks later she was like hey so I'm gonna like drop off the W9 forms like tomorrow (laughs) and I was like uh you're like oh okay (laughs) okay and then I remember my boss um texting me and being like hey so like we'll put you on the schedule next week oh my Um, gosh and you'll be working with like this other girl that I played tennis with in high school and both of us were like literally what's going on um (laughs) that was like that was like a fun summer job yeah Um, yeah it always it always seemed like a place that was like low stress for you and just really like yeah I really would just go and like if I worked the afternoon shift I was mostly doing homework because I was also taking a summer class Mm -hmm. um and then if I went um I went in the morning I was like teaching kids camp which was like mm. so fun yeah and that oh my I, like, on July 4th like that was fun yeah that felt like a typical job I just got like hit with a wave of emotion like oh my god I just like oh my god I don't know what just happened but like just thinking about like the summertime and like 
but this is really embarrassing. Like the, the like just thinking about the summertime and like the feeling of like it being summer and just like doing what you want. Wow, that was like the weirdest thing I've ever experienced in my life. <sighs> so I'll finish up super quickly with just a brief history of my jobs since um the gym that never happened. Um I was struck with like pure luck after the gym job that never happened because probably like two or three days after I sent an email saying that I was quitting, um, a former professor of mine reached out to me and she was like, Hey, like I have three kids. They're all three at the time. They were all three. Are you available at these times to come help with childcare? Um, and I, was and that began like the craziest journey of my life like that was such Mm -hmm. a fun thing to do for me um spend time with these kids like three or four days a week and just be around their energy and like it was so nice to just be distanced from like adult problems and just have child problems for a little bit and it gave me a place to like release my maternal energy that I sometimes have so that was nice too um yeah so I babysitting Oh, it's um, so fun. I love them. I'm actually going to see them in a couple of weeks, too. And exciting. they're all four now. So um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And one of them is going to be five next month. But anyways, I did that for all of my uh, like academic year last year. And then I also got a job at the Aquatic Ecology Lab, um, which mm-hmm. I am currently working at. And so there I was just doing a lot of microscope work um, and then over the summer I collected field samples and did processing of that um, which I can elaborate on in another time in terms of like science and things like that and now I'm kind of still I'm still there I'm still doing like analyses and I'm also conducting my own research and then this semester Um, So a relatively new job just from a few weeks ago. I am a TA for a bio class. So those are my current jobs. I had to stop my childcare job um, because it conflicted with my schedule for this academic year, which was really heartbreaking Um, and just sad because I I miss I miss the kiddos. But um, I really like my jobs now. And here we are. Who knows what's next? Who knows what's not? It's always, it's exciting to think about because like a year ago, I did not think that I would be doing this like double timing a lab job and TAing and like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just fun. There's always something hidden around the corner. Yeah, I agree. That's it. What's the, what's the phrase? That's the cheese or that's, that's the, the cheese. that's the, well, I, I don't know. That's the tweet. We'll call it that. That's the that's tweet. The tweet. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Do you have that's a, a um that's a, that's a, <laughs> we have to cut it off here because Rich and I have to go do some girl boss things. But for now, would you like to <laughs> finish yeah. with a song of the week? Oh my god, yes. Uh, I haven't been listening to much music, which kind of sucks. Um <laughs> but <laughs> over winter break started listening to this I used to listen to this band or like duo a lot when I was in high school. They're called The Bird and the Bee, and their album Recreational Love is so groovy. And, like, for me, listening back to it now almost felt like it's, like, nostalgic to me. It's, like, similar vibe to me as um, a Wonder album, Mm. um, which I also love. And so um, I think you would like that 
album um, yeah. called Recreational Love and The Bird of the Bee. Um, and oh, I love it. I remember you listening to them in high school. And so I'm glad that you're returning to them. And I will definitely have to give back. Yeah, I'll have to give them another listen. Um, also, side note, I just love that, like, I feel like our music journeys, like, <laughs> are so beautiful. Like, I feel like I just remember, like, different phases of our friendship. Like, it just makes me so happy that we have such a similar, like, music taste. And I love how our Discover Weeklies will, like, give us the same songs. And, like, or it's, it's like, just I'll, so... Like, it'll give me one song, like, two months ago. Oh, that yeah. Have, like, now, and I'll be yeah. like, Oh, I heard that. And yeah. I love it too. So Exactly. It's lovely. Um, I will definitely give that a listen. Thank you for the recommendation. Um, cool. The mantra I have to close us off today is the only moment that we have is the present. Um, and that's a bit meta. If it doesn't float your boat, that's okay. But uh, just a reminder that mm-hmm. all we really have is the present moment. And that's all we can all we can do is react and respond to how we feel in the present moment. So trust yourself in that one, that where you're at now is where you're supposed to be. I love that. How relevant. Yeah, I think in that case. <laughs> and in scene. I love you. I love you. Um, I will talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye.